It's been a long time on the federal on the federal bench for me. Uh, um, close on to 35 years, uh, counting the Court of Appeals, almost 10, and then 24 terms down here. My goodness, that seems like a long, a long time, and I guess it is. But uh, Byron White a year ago uh, put it well, I thought, uh, when he said it's been a great ride. Uh, it has been, and uh, most of the time it isn't much fun. And uh, people often, when I go back to the Midwest, say, uh, oh, Mr. Justice, how are you enjoying Washington? And I say, not at all. And then I have to pick the little old lady up from the sidewalk, and she said, did you say not at all? And I said, yes. But enjoy is the wrong word. It, uh, but it's a fantastic, intimate experience. That was U.S. Supreme Court Justice Henry Blackman. On April 6, 1994, he met with reporters having just announced his retirement. Hearing Supreme Court justices tell the public their thoughts on retirement is one of many ways you can learn about the court through the C-SPAN video library. In this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly, you'll hear from Supreme Court justices discussing their retirements. Three years before Justice Henry Blackman retired, Justice Thurgood Marshall announced his resignation. During a crowded June 28, 1991 press conference, Justice Marshall displayed a sense of humor. Justice Marshall, can you tell us a little bit more about what went into your decision to resign at this time and what the um, motivations were? You mentioned your doctor and your wife. Well, I looked at the facts and the law and put them together and came out with an opinion and then went to work on the next one. Justice Marshall, would you share with us some of the medical facts? Some of the what? The medical facts. What's wrong with you, sir? What's wrong with me? Well, I'm old. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old and coming apart. Justice Marshall, when you think about your legal career and all the achievements you've, you've done, what are, are some of the things that stand out most in your mind, the things that you will remember most about serving on the Supreme Court? I've always said, and I repeat, the next case I get, I don't look back. I look forward. And uh, I don't know. All I do know was each job I got was tougher than the one I had before. I, 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 just, I just retired the wrong direction. That's all. Antonin Scalia was still serving as a Supreme Court justice when he died in 2016. Four years earlier, during an interview, C-SPAN asked Justice Scalia about possible retirement plans. All right, last question. <laughs> do you still like you this? You've got to be logical, Brian. Of course. Uh, do you yeah. like this job, and do you ever intend on retiring? Oh, I, I, I'm sure I will retire someday. And, it, you know, it's, it doesn't, the job doesn't last for It's only a lifetime job is all. <laughs> is there a, what, what will be the trigger for you? And the did you think you'd stay this long? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I thought I'd get out uh, as soon as I could retire at, at full, full pension. You know, I've been working for nothing for, I guess, over 10 years. I could have retired You're at still eight. paid, though. Yeah, I'm still paid, but I would get paid just as much if I retired. Was I, it 15 I get years? My, yeah, whatever it was. Over I could 70? have retired when I was, when I was 65. I could have retired. So I'm probably too stupid to have this job at this point. But I don't know what else I'd do. When will I retire? I will, I will certainly retire 
absolutely retire at the time where I perceive that I am not as good as I used to be, that I've, I've lost a step. I don't want the product of my uh, judicial career to be uh, um, demeaned by uh, inadequate uh, performance later on. As asked, soon as I think I've lost a step, I'll, I'll get have out. Have you asked anybody to tell you when they think you've lost a step? I'll, I'll know when I've lost a step. And I have Not many, yet. and I have many friends and enemies who who will certainly tell me. Justice David Souter departed the Supreme Court in June 2009. Three months later, at a Harvard Law School symposium, Justice Souter was asked about his retirement and his good health. One thing that distinguishes you, one of the many things that distinguishes you from many other Supreme Court justices in recent years, is your decision to leave the bench while still healthy, hale, and in uh, possession of all of your faculties. Um, what does a retired justice do, in, in, or at least in your case, what will you do as a retired justice? Well, if we can come back on Constitution Day next year, I can give you a much better answer than <laughs> I can give you right now. I, I can tell you right now that uh, I, uh, I sent uh, through a, a, uh, an emissary, I sent a message to my successor in the course of the confirmation hearings, and, and I said, what you're going through now is the easy part. It's getting off the court that's harder than getting, getting on the court. And I am, I, am still in, I am still in the throes of that. Justice John Paul Stevens retired from the Supreme Court in 2010. The next year, he told C-SPAN why. I guess the, the, uh, the event that really sealed the decision for me was when I had to, when I didn't have to, but when I decided to announce my oral dissent in the Citizens United case. For some reason, I had trouble making the oral announcement. I stumbled with some of the, uh, some of the uh, presentation, which I felt was unusual. I had thought I could was reasonably articulate over the years before, and I, I became conscious that I didn't do a very good job on that particular occasion. And I decided then, I think I may have mentioned it to Steve Breyer that, that very day, that uh, uh, maybe I have to give a little little thought to putting this to change my career. You heard Justice Stevens, who died in 2019, mention Justice Stephen Breyer, which leads directly to this episode's bonus clip. We opened with Justice Henry Blackman discussing his retirement from the Supreme Court. It was 1994, during the Clinton administration. President Clinton's nominee to replace him was Stephen Breyer. The July 1994 Senate confirmation hearing for Stephen Breyer was led by then-chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Senator Joe Biden. Today, the Senate Judiciary Committee welcomed Judge Stephen Breyer, the president's nominee to be Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States. Now, here's Justice Breyer's own words on retirement from his January 27, 2022 appearance at the White House with President Biden. Look, I sit there on the bench, and after we hear lots of cases, and after a while... The impression, it takes a while, I have to admit. But the impression you get is, you know, as you well know, this is a complicated country. There are more than 330 million people. And my mother used to say it's every race, it's every religion, and she would emphasize this, and it's every point of view possible. And uh, it's a kind of miracle when you sit there and see all those people in front of you, 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 people that are so different in what they think, and yet they've decided to help 
solve their major differences under law. And you can watch the upcoming confirmation hearing for Stephen Breyer's replacement live on the C-SPAN networks. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder, you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Hear more from Stephen Breyer and other Supreme Court justices or any other topic you'd like. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. There's no fee, no registration. Yes, it's that easy. Thanks for listening and happy searching. Thank you.